Thanks to the sponsor of today's episode, Hatch. You guys know I invest with Hatch and something I've mentioned before is Hatch Weekly, the newsletter sent straight to my inbox. I don't often keep a close eye on investing news, so this really helps me to improve my general knowledge. A few interesting things to catch up on this week, the first being online dating of all things. While face-to-face dating has made a comeback with more vaccinated people globally, online dating has been the start of 40% of marriages in the US, would you believe it? That's massive. Gives me some interesting ideas for how companies like Bumble and Match Group, both on Hatch, may perform in the coming years. Another great thing that was touched on this week was the exciting topic of inflation, which honestly causes all kinds of issues and something us investors may need to keep an eye on specifically if your money is in the bank. This can be one of the best things about investing. You can often outperform the inflation rate so the value of your money does not decrease, unlike in a bank account, potentially. For example, if you deposit $1 into your savings account earning 0.1% interest and an inflation rate of 1.6%, your $1 will actually be worth 98.5 cents by the end of the year. So this also emphasizes the importance of researching your investments, making sure they are right for you. If you are ready and want to get started investing with Hatch, there's a link in my bio to sign up where you can grab an extra $20 NZD top up when you make your first deposit of $100 NZD or more. Thanks so much Hatch for your support. Let's get on with the episode. Hey guys and welcome to the One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Kia and Morena everybody, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. Well, it's morning for me, hopefully, well, you know what, I don't even care what time it is. If you're listening to this, I'm grateful. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Very excited, as per usual, to go over my investing journey of the last year. So you might think that I got into investing earlier than that. Uh, well, technically I did because I've been in KiwiSaver and if you were in KiwiSaver, which for all of those outside of New Zealand is our retirement kind of first home savings scheme. I know it's super in Aussie and 401k and I think there's another version of it in the US. Um, so yeah, that, that makes us an investor because our money is invested in two different assets, whether it's shares, bonds, cash, etc. Uh, So I've always been an investor there, but I'm talking about independent investing where I've gone out and put my money into funds and companies that I have chosen myself. And I'm just really keen to share my learnings from the past year of investing because I'm currently at a point where I am rejigging all of my investments. So I'm having a look at everything I've currently got money in and deciding if that's still something that aligns with my goals, my values, uh, and how I want to grow wealth going forward. And I will be changing things as a result of my learnings over the last year. So I feel like this is a really good opportunity to come through with those opinions. And on that, these are going to be my opinions. And I'm I put a disclaimer at the end of all of these financial related episodes, but I'm going to say it now. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not giving advice and I am not authorized to give any advice that this is simply an opinion. And the reason I'm disclosing that now is because I want to be fully honest and open about my thoughts and I don't want anyone to come for me. So you've heard it now. This is just going to be my open and honest opinion around investing in the share market and I'm going to get into other investments I may or may not have in a second. So let's start from the beginning shall we? Let's tell you the whole story of my little beginner novice investing journey. So I started investing in March 2020. This is when the market went fucking crazy. This is when shit just dropped 
and we were seeing decreases in value of everything. Um, it was crazy. And I wish I had have had the knowledge I had now back then. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is the benefit of hindsight. So that's fine. But anyway, I started investing in March 2020. Uh, I invest currently across both the Sharesies and the Hatch platform. I love both of them for different reasons. Uh, and I'm really enjoying investing with both of those platforms. So I think it's important to know that there are many platforms out there. There are actually more than just those two, but those two are probably the main ones you've heard of. Um, and Money Hub, my new sanctuary for everything financial related, has articles on all of the various investing platforms for New Zealand. And they sort of talk about their like reviews or overviews of it. It's so helpful. The Money Hub website is so helpful. I always go on about Sorted and now I'm always going to go on about Money Hub. I always knew it was helpful, but just recently I've been utilizing it so much and they have articles on literally everything. So I would just go and have a look at that if you're trying to decide between platforms, etc. But yeah, very happy with my choices so far. Just to mention a couple others, if you're in different countries, I know that Australia, you can invest with one called Raise. R-A-I-Z, I think, as well as Shizzy's now, which is exciting. And if you're in the US, I think Robinhood is one that I've heard a lot about. But I feel like I don't know if I've heard all positive things about them. But then I think that's also just come down to a matter of opinion. So always best to do your research on platforms. Make sure you're looking at their fees. Make sure you're looking at what they actually offer, what companies and what funds they offer, if that's something you want to invest in. Uh, yeah, make sure it's aligned with you and your goals, obviously. I currently only invest in funds and companies, very minimal companies. In fact, I think I only invest in one company now because I recently shared, uh, shared, recently sold my share of another company. I still invest in Tesla for all of those who have been following me from the very start. And my God, I was looking at that the, the other day and it has just taken a wild ride, a wild, wild ride. And I always intended on invest, investing in Tesla for the long term, so I try not to look at it that much, but it kind of just makes me think if I had sold at a certain time. There's just a lot of hindsight going on with investing, honestly. A lot of hindsight occurs, and that's so fine. We're all learning, and I love that about it. I love that you can be right and you can be wrong, and I always invest what I think is like a responsible amount for me and that's what I think you should be doing too so it's never something that stresses me out if the market's up or the market's down I'm not like fuck quickly get into the account sell it all or fucking buy shit it shouldn't be like that that's ridiculous I think the majority of us listening to this episode will want to invest for long-term wealth growth not for quick wins um, that's probably suited to a crypto episode, which we might do in future so because I'm now focused a lot on that long-term wealth growth I choose to invest in a combination of ETFs, so exchange-traded funds and managed funds, both passive and active managed funds at the moment, which will be changing soon. I'm not going to get into all the definitions, etc., because I have an episode that literally breaks down all of this really simply, um, and that's episode 16, an introduction to investing with the general manager of Invest Now, which is another investing platform in New Zealand. Um, and he literally goes into everything. Well, our first question in that episode is, what is a share? So we are literally breaking it down to the very basics, and I'd recommend going and listening to that if you you want um, an introduction to all of those definitions, etc. My personal reasons around choosing to invest more in funds 
um, as compared to companies is because one it helps me to diversify my portfolio in a way I wouldn't be able to do independently so basically it's spreading my money across a range of companies um, instead of me having to invest in all of those companies individually which I find really helpful and also I don't have the time to be checking the markets constantly so it suits me to have a slower but stable consistent growth than uh, big ups and downs and having to kind of monitor what my shares are doing and sell and buy the you know day trading style type thing so funds just suit my lifestyle a lot better and I find generally they're easier to manage and they don't have as many ups and downs which is less stressful uh, for those who can't handle that lack of stability and consistency. Money Hub also has some really good articles on this Uh, I just read one about shares versus ETFs so they've got all sorts of compare and contrast articles on there as well if you're wondering definitions and differences etc. So in this episode when I refer to investing I mean in the share market but of course there's investing in other types of assets too. I currently don't have any intention to purchase property in the near future um, and that's for a few reasons but mostly because it's a bit out of reach at the moment and my goal is to focus on building up my portfolio which I can then use for a deposit later down the track if that's something I want to do as well as building up my KiwiSaver. So I'm kind of focusing more on wealth growth at this point and then deciding what I'm going to do with that money in the near future, um, keeping one more aggressive and one more conservative in terms of my approach to actually investing. Um, so that way I can decide if this is something I am going to keep for retirement or I'm going to put into property. So I'm kind of just giving myself options that way. Uh, and also I find the pressure to save a house deposit in a quick amount of time can get to me. So I like to just focus on building up my portfolio at this stage in a strategic way, I suppose, to yeah help grow that long-term wealth. Last week's episode was actually really beneficial to show how you can use shares in the share market and investing to benefit you when saving your house deposit and how those two things are interlinked and can work together. So I'd recommend just going back a week to listen to that if you want to hear some opinions around shares and property together as well. I've been looking a little bit more into crypto recently. Uh, Don't currently have the full confidence to go and invest in it, but it's definitely something I'm interested in. And for me, investing is really interesting and fun. And so I, I, when I started, I'd like to put small amounts of money into different things that I thought would go well just to see how it would go. And that's kind of money aside from my savings that I enjoy uh, spending on things like that. So maybe I will invest in crypto in the near future. I'm not too sure. But at this current point, I don't feel fully secure uh, and knowledgeable about it. But I have been reading and researching uh, about it. So yeah that's where I'm at on that kind of asset same thing with NFTs non-fungible tokens another type of asset that's come out recently don't know enough about it although I am very interested in how they work I do have money in the bank um, but not as much as I used to and I'm going to get into that with my learnings I'm sort of just building the backstory at the moment for my current investing situation and then um, we'll get into I guess my my actual thoughts and learnings But yeah, other than those assets, currently have no sort of term deposits uh, or money invested anywhere else unless you were to count the money I have invested in the 1UP project as a business. Uh, I guess that is also an investment into a a potential asset um, at this point to hopefully be monetized in the future, but it's more of a passion project than anything else. But I do know that 
investing into a business, you know, that's still, you're investing into an asset in that sense as well. So here's my first thought. Investing in general is positive. It's a really good thing to get into investing. I think it can help people so much with various goals and things they want to achieve. And I think it's one of the easiest and most effective ways to grow long-term wealth um, and to actually be strategic with your money and build a passive income without having too many barriers to entry. For example, you can get in with only a dollar at this point. So not many barriers to entry, but you can still start building up that portfolio and achieving or start to move your way towards achieving your goals of passive income and long-term wealth growth. This is massive and I might repeat it at the end as well, but leading on from what I've just said, you know, getting started is the most important point. I think it's really crucial not to let people scare you. When I started talking about investing, I feel like I had people who were not happy with me talking about investing because it wasn't their style that they would necessarily pick. I don't think it's about someone telling you this is the right and the wrong way to invest. I think it's actually just positive to start doing it for yourself, doing your own research and just getting into it. Whether this is your deposit on your way to buy your first home or into the share market, any investing is going to be positive if you've done the correct research, due diligence, etc. and feel confident in your investments. If you're really unsure, I would seek out actual financial advice first, but I also truly believe that there are enough resources, free resources for you to get started on your own and actually do it right and effectively. So a few myth busters around that is that you do not need a lot of money to start investing. Like I said, you can literally start with a dollar with Hatch or Sharesies. My first ever investment was $10 into Air New Zealand and I had that, I think I held on to that for 30 days before I set up my auto invest uh, into different funds, etc. But that was my first ever investment and it just gave me the ability to watch the highs and the lows, see sort of what was happening and how it all worked and then jump into it. And some people, that's how they want to start. Other people, they get straight in with $500 to a grand or five grand or 10 grand or whatever it is. You know, you've got to do what's most comfortable for you. But I found that that was a really good way to get into it and just get used to how it all works. So even on that, another myth, you do not need to be smart to get into investing. Okay, the textbook definition of intelligent, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to get into investing. It's really not that difficult as much as people want to scare you off. It really isn't hard. It really isn't hard. The same things when you start to read as many resources as I have and other people have around investing and money, you start to realize that the same shit actually gets repeated. You know, it's really hard to outperform the market, which is why funds are technically safer and it's time it's time in the market, not timing in the market. Like all those sort of themes are, are repeated and then you start to learn those and you're like, okay, I now see what's sort of known as the more stable option and proven to be the more stable option and what's proven to be the more risky option. So that's why I recommend, you know, reading a few blogs, books if you're really up to it, podcasts, YouTube videos. People have YouTube videos. There are some New Zealand investors. There's a, uh, New Zealand YouTubers investing with Tom and Joshua Wang Invest do some really great um yeah have some really great resources around investing and they can literally cover how to get started in like 10 minutes you know so it's really easy to look into my podcast episode the one I mentioned 16 I think it is with the general manager of invest now 
we literally start by telling you the definition of a share and work up from there. It, it isn't hard and you do not need to be the most intelligent person on earth to get started. I'm telling you now. This next one, again, I feel is really important, but time is your biggest asset, but also don't rush, um, which kind of contradicts itself. But what I mean by that is if you can get started earlier, you will reap the benefits way more later on. So the earlier you can get started, the better, because of course, the longer you're in the market, um, the more wealth, the more value you can uh, create over time, the more that your investments will begin to compound you know, as the years go on. But at the same time, don't rush to get into it just for the sake of it, because you might make decisions that you will regret later, whether it's with your investment choices or whatever it is. So I wouldn't let, I, I try not to let pressures scare you to, you need to get started now or, you know, don't get into it unless you're really, really sure. I would just get into it as soon as you can with a responsible amount of money and then take your time to kind of learn how things work until you feel confident to put in a larger amount of money. That's how I would go about it. I think if you can just get into it as quick as you can with a small amount of money, start educating yourself and then adjust things from there, that can be a really effective way to get started and feel like you're actually making moves, but also uh, you're still in that learning stage and you can still change things. It's not like anything's certain, which isn't any way with investing. You can always change things, but you just don't want to invest a whole lot of money and then it lose value and then you can, can't remake those losses again. So I used to be that kind of person that would have money in the bank, like all of my savings was in the bank, which I feel is probably most people if you don't invest. Uh, but my thoughts here are that investing beats a bank account every time. Uh, so in my opinion, I will never have the lump sum of money I had in my bank account again. That just won't happen. For me now, my bank account is a place to keep my emergency fund money, short-term savings, um, medium term savings for say like trips or travel or presents or uh, phones or laptops things like that um, it's a place to keep the money that I need quickly and on hand if anything were to happen or if I'm saving for something that is a short term goal anything that's going to take me more than six months to a year to save for mm, probably more than a year to save for it's investing it's going into my investments. So yeah, that's I guess how I think about it now. And for me, currently with interest rates being so low, it is just not worth having money in the bank with the intention of trying to earn interest. A lot of the time your savings could be decreasing in value because of the inflation rate. And if you want to be educated on inflation and compound interest and how things like that work, uh, go and check out episode one where we talk about compound interest. There might be a section about inflation in there. And I'm not actually sure if I've done another episode on inflation. I don't think so. But there will be, you know, things about inflation touched on in those episodes. If not, Money Hub, Sorted, Money Talks Hotline, any of those sort of resources can help you out as well with that. I think I actually just want to reiterate the importance of knowing those basic fundamentals like inflation and compound interest because I think I was quite lucky that in school I did economics and I did business so we learned about that and I kind of already knew before starting the podcast that there was potential if interest rates were too low the value of your money would decrease so therefore when the pandemic happened and interest rates did take a dive I was like okay well this isn't going to work for me anymore because 
the account I had the most money in, the point of having that was because I was earning interest and bonus interest and a decent amount too. So that, again, that is just why financial literacy is so freaking important. But anyway, that's a chat for another day. Moving on, it's so easy to get into. Due diligence is key. So I've kind of already touched on this, but again, the barriers of entry seem high when people are making it complicated, but it's really not. It's kind of scary how easy it is to get into because you could just set up an account and dump 10k into something that's going to make you zero money. So that's why doing your research is really key. But I also think it's overall more positive comes out of it being so easy to get into. I've written on my notes here, funds are so much easier than individual shares, which is so true because you don't need to watch it as much um, or put too much more effort into it than you would have to with watching individual shares. I mean, to a certain extent, you don't even have to put too much effort into that either. But you're just not diversifying your portfolio as much as you are with with funds. And I think it feels more secure and safer to put it into funds. And it can be cheaper on fees as well. So I think it's there's a combination of things to look at there. And also don't just go with the tide. So if everyone's investing in crypto or if everyone's investing in Tesla, don't just do it because everyone else is doing it. Uh, because people could lose their money and then you'll be one of those fools losing your money as well and you don't want to be that person so do just make sure that you are researching what is actually going to work for you and your goals and if you feel confident doing what the crowd is doing do it just go for it you know that's your decision that's your financial life but make sure that you've actually you know done enough research to feel like what you're doing is responsible and a good use of your money and again, seek out professional advice if you want that opinion as well. Utilizing online resources that are free. I'm a massive believer that there are so many free resources out there that can help you uh, to get the basics at least sorted. So Hatch actually has a investing course. It's like 10 weeks and they send out one email a week, I'm pretty sure. And you go through it and you can learn all about investing. So that's really helpful and that's free. That's free to sign up. Just go and put your email in. There are blogs everywhere, as I said, Sorted, Money Hub. Uh, all the investing platforms will have blogs as well. So Hatch has Hatch Weekly and a blog that's really helpful. Shazies has their own blog as well. That's awesome. Um, Kernel, I think, has their own blog. Like lots of different platforms will have their own uh, investing materials or educational materials. Even your KiwiSaver providers. Um, I know Simplicity and Kura both have blogs on their website that are really helpful. So there are so many good resources that are free out there. Obviously podcasts as well, just to name a few. There's Cooking the Books, uh, It's No Secret, Girls That Invest, Shazies has a podcast, Investing with Tom, She's on the Money. There are so many investing slash financial literacy related podcast the property academy is a well obviously one of the most popular podcasts in New Zealand and really good that pod one podcast a day just short sharp easy to listen to ones um yeah there's heaps and I'm sure there's some in your like local area relevant to you as well so definitely take advantage of all the free resources available lastly I've said don't check them all the time just set up an auto invest and leave it so an auto invest is kind of like think of it as an automatic payment from bank account 
to bank account, like from where you get paid into to your savings account. An auto invest is just a transfer from your bank account to your investing portfolio and then your investing portfolio will then invest it into whatever fund you've chosen and then that way it's just happening on your behalf you don't even notice it happening and also it will make you check your portfolio less uh, which means you're not like getting fixated on the ups and the downs of the market and wondering why that's happening so just to reiterate the main point to just get started Um, I think investing is beneficial for most people I can't really think of who wouldn't benefit from it but you know, I'm probably just not realizing some people's situations. I just think it's really crucial to make your money work for you. Uh, and you can do this really well through investing and you can do it really easily through investing. Like I said, you don't have to be smart. You don't have to have a lot of money. Anyone can do it and it'll just give you that little level up uh, aside from your KiwiSaver or your super or whatever it is, if you have that Um, to help you grow that long-term wealth for the future and ultimately this is one of those things only you can decide to do I invest a lot of my friends still don't invest despite me having this podcast and saying it's really positive and that's totally fine too you just need to do what is best for you and what you're confident in doing mainly because at the end of the day it is your money that you're kind of putting out there and it's it's a risk because everything in life is a risk. So you just got to pick which risks you're willing to take essentially. Hopefully that helped and was actually valuable for you. I think, like I said, a lot of those messages in there will be repeated throughout other articles and blogs you see because ultimately a lot of the lessons remain the same and a lot of the, the, the tips for just the novice investor remain the same. In addition to episode 16 with the general manager of Invest Now, I have two episodes, one with Sharesies and one with Hatch. So we cover sort of three of the main ones, main investing platforms in New Zealand at least, and those are episode 25 and 36. So go and check them out if you want some more information around investing as well. Flick me a DM over at the One Up Project on Instagram if you enjoyed this episode or if there are any other questions you want answered. Otherwise, head over to my TikTok because I'm loving TikTok at the moment and I'm just doing real easy 15 second to one minute videos all about investing, well, more than investing, but financial literacy as a whole. And there are some investing ones in there too. Thank you so much so much for being here and listening to this podcast we have been growing lately and it means so much to me that people do take the time out to listen to these episodes and if you ever have any feedback or any requests do just message me like I love talking to you guys and please leave a rating and review if you're feeling generous it helps me out a lot and I would love to hear your thoughts especially if they're positive, um, obviously. (laughs) So yeah, again, thank you so much. Looking forward to catching you in the next episode and bring on the disclaimer I'm going to put in next. Disclaimer time. So the One Up Project is an educational platform providing information that is general in nature and has no intention of being financial advice. There may be opinions or an individual's experience within this resource that should not be considered as recommendations or personal advice. Everyone's financial situation is so different and you must use the information provided within the podcast at your own risk. Please complete your own due diligence before making any financial decisions based on the information within this resource. I'm not a qualified, registered or authorized financial advisor and if you require legal, financial or other expert advice, you should seek assistance from a professional advisor. Thanks guys. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project, and I'll catch you on the next one.